Hello, this is Isaiah. Have you ever wondered what it is really like to be a video game designer? If so, then you're in the right place. Today we'll interview a professional video game designer, Tom Corbin, to find what being a video game designer is really like. Hello? Hello, this is Tom Carbone. We are excited to hear from you, and we would like to learn more about working in the video game industry. If you have time, then we can ask you a few questions. Which one of your games took the longest to develop? Took the longest to develop. Um, let's see. I would say um, probably Killer Instinct. That's a fighting game on Microsoft Xbox. Oh. Um, we worked on that for about two and a half years. Um, but there was releases along the way, so it's a little bit deceptive on, on how long it actually took because you were releasing while you were doing it. But that's the project that I worked the longest on. Okay, yeah, that's, that's something that um, is commonly talked about in the game industry because oftentimes there can be a big variability in the work hours for different people and on different projects. So um, <clears throat> today I work at a company where they're very adamant about um, what we call work-life balance, which is basically making sure that you spend enough time away from the office to, to, to have a healthy life. Um, and so today I work um, pretty much eight hours a day um, on, on that kind of stuff. In the past, though, um, I've worked in places where um, it's been um, more more time um, upwards upwards of um, like a normal work week is like forty hours forty hours of work like in a work week, and I've worked mm -hmm. in places where we've done 80, 90, 100 hours um, in a week commonly. <clears throat> so it really varies in the office. It doesn't matter. Okay, thank you. Um, what are the possibilities for your position of job growth? Okay, <clears throat> so I, I'll, I'll take, I'm not gonna take that question as it's written um, okay. because my position is a little bit different than, than say a position, like, like if you're asking like, how does the career progression go for a game developer, I'll, I'll answer it like that. So yeah. normally the way that it works is, is you have, um, so you would, you would, um, First of all, you would go get an education. So, around game development and education would be like uh, you would you would get a probably go to college, okay? So, um, and you would be majoring in something like computer science, engineering, math. If you wanted to do the programming stuff, if you wanted to do the um, art stuff, it would be maybe an arts degree, an animation degree, things like that. And then, um, so so you would get a college education. So you would come out of of college ready for the industry, and you would start as a, as a programmer, let's say, I'll just use this as an example, um, start as a programmer, <clears throat> and then eventually after making a few games, uh, maybe, um, you would progress up and then you would begin like leading people. So like maybe your first leadership experience would come after say two or three years of making games, and then you would have maybe somebody would be under you as a programmer and you could help them, as well as do your own tasks. Okay, thank you. Um, what was your favorite game to develop and why? Favorite? 
probably my favorite game was my first game. Um, and the reason it was my favorite is because it was my first, so I learned the most. I like learning. Um, uh, and my favorite, so my that game was called Super Tecmo Baseball. Um, and you guys have probably never played that. And the reason you've never played it is because it was on the um, Sega Genesis. And the Sega Genesis was a was a console back in the day. So like where you guys have probably like PS4s and Xbox Xbox Ones and stuff like that. The original consoles were like. Um, NES, they called it a Nintendo Entertainment System, and um, I had something called a uh, Sega Genesis, and um, that was my, the first, when I went into the game industry, that was a popular console, and so I did a game for that, and uh, that was my first game, and I had come from a different industry, and so I learned a lot about how to make games and how to work on game teams and things like that through that game, and so I always look back on that experience really highly because of that, because of all the learning that I did. So that would be my favorite game. It was also a really fun game. I liked working on it, and I liked playing it. Okay, that sounds very nice. What is your work environment like? Do you work with other people often? What do you enjoy about your work environment? Um, so, yeah, making a game is very much a team sport. So you, you um, definitely work with other people. Um, very closely. So, like when you're making a game, like um, like Madden or whatever, um, you know, there'll there'll be a lot of different people that contribute to that game. So, like if you take, for example, the um, players on the field, you would have um, artists that would create that content, like create those players, that the artwork that's going to be in the game, and then you have programmers that um, like move them around. And so, those people work together to bring those features to life. And so, definitely. Um, you work together um, a lot. So a team would consist of, depending on the size of the game, it could be um, a small game would be like maybe, you know, five to ten people. Um, and a large game would be, say, could be three or four or five hundred people. So it just varies how many people are on a game. Um, and Like a game like Fortnite, I know a lot of you probably play Fortnite. That game has upwards of a few hundred people on it. Um, so really big games have really large teams. Um, the work environment is nothing special, really. It's an office. Um, and then um, you'll have um, desks. One of the things that we have that um, a lot of other companies don't is we have a lot of screens. So like um, a game developer will have like a whole bunch of monitors to work on. So it would be like typical would be like a three-monitor setup. But then you also need monitors to actually play the game on. And so our desks are pretty crowded with, um, with monitors. Um, so it, look, it would look like a lot of monitors. It would look, you know, um, it, would look, it would look like technologically advanced or something because there's a lot of monitors. But it, at the end of the day, it's just a computer. Um, and then usually we have what's called a development kit. And so the way a development kit works is you have, um, so you know how like you have a PlayStation. Um, and then, um, what, you know, so you obviously have to have a piece of hardware, like a PlayStation, dedicated to running the game. Well, when you're developing the game, it needs to be a special PlayStation that you can develop with. And so those are called development kits. And so the company would buy development kits. And so at your desk, you would have, like, typical, like, keyboard, mouse, um, and then the monitors that I talked about. You'd have a lot of monitors. But then, and you'd have a computer, like a desktop computer. Um, and then you would have this development kit that would probably be either sitting on top of the computer or it might be standing next to it or, or whatever. Um, 
and then and then as far as the work environment itself goes, that's one person station, and so then you just have those stations lined up around the office. Sometimes um, work environments will have like cubicle walls, like like walls between developers, and then sometimes they're more open. Where I work, it's open, so we don't have those walls. Um, some some people prefer the privacy and the quiet, you know, the quieting, um, that the, the noise reduction that the walls do. And then other people just like the freedom of being able to, to talk to your neighbors and your teammates uh, without having to, like, get around the walls and stuff. So different different teams do it differently. I've always liked the open one, so that's why I set this company up like that. Um, and then what do I enjoy about it? Well, the biggest thing um, that I enjoy about the work environment in the game industry in general is people. Um, so the people that you get to work with are all pretty much the same nerdy geeks that I am and so it makes it really easy to like make friends you have a lot in common you like the same kind of movies the same kind of stuff that you do and so it makes it really easy to make good friendships that last a long time um, and so as far as the work environment goes and by like coming to work it wouldn't be the physical setup you know that's all pretty much the same everywhere but the kind of people that you get to work with compared to like when I was in defense and stuff like that um, it's much better it's younger it's Thank you so much. Um, that actually helped us a lot. Um, that was our last question. Okay, great. Well, enjoy your, uh, I don't know, are you doing a podcast or are you doing a, uh, a website or what? We're doing a podcast, so you actually helped us a lot. Cool. Have fun. Well, that concludes it. I hoped you learned something from this because we definitely did. And, of course, check out some of the games that Carbone happened to develop, like Killer Instinct, Madden Football, and more. Thanks for listening, and have a nice day.